It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ live every weekday morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com. Well, Eric, congratulations. It's a thousand episodes. So there's been a... uh, Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) The Lord has come. (laughs) So there was a discussion earlier about how to say this. Uh, The thousandth episode. So could you say it the way it's properly supposed to be said? That is the proper proper way? Well, I don't know. I want to hear you say it, and I, then I we can decide. The, the thousandth. Thou, thousand? Thousands. Well, it needs thousand. to have a TH at the end. The, the thousandth. Thousand. <laughs> that is uh, actually hard. <laughs> it's not hard until you focus on it. That's exactly what happened to me. Uh, this is a really big deal, and obviously Nathan and I don't typically get up on the stage together and do a Daily Thunder, uh, and so even for us, we're, we're, we wanted to go out of our way to say, okay, we're, we're disrupting our, our, our series that we're in the middle of, and we're going to do something special today, even if it's just for our sake, because there's been a lot of sweat, a lot of tears. Uh, tears. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was going to say tears, blood. but I can't, I can't remember the tears. Uh, blood. Oh, yeah, I'm sure blood was in there, too. That has been invested into this, and it has been an extraordinary thing, I think, for the two of us. I think it's hard for people on the outside. Nathan and I sort of know what goes into this, and it's hard to always translate what is involved in this sort of a commitment. Because when we are going through those really tough stretches of figuring out what we should cut out of our life, we always bring up daily thunder. It's like, uh, you know, this takes up a huge amount of our life. And it always remains. It's just because both of us love it. And it's, it's hard. It's a significant thing that we do. And it also keeps us sharp. There's nothing quite like consistent study and focus and knowing you have to have content to keep you sharp and dependent. So it's been a very good thing for us. That's true. And I remember when we were originally talking about this concept <clears throat> and you're like, what if, and it came out of Brother Andrew, didn't it? With yep. The whole God smuggler thing that, that in his book, there's this idea that Regardless of whether anybody shows up, uh, regardless of actually if anybody ever listens online, uh, we just want to be faithfully proclaiming the Word of God. And, and God was stirring our heart in, this was 2019, so this is pre-COVID. This is BC days, right? <laughs> so, a uh, long time ago, uh, we, were, we were having a heart that this campus becomes a, a refuge, this place becomes a, a, a uh, the term we were using was a def- Defib- We've got another hard I know, word, huh? defibrillator. Is that right? Defibrillator. De- def- that one. Yeah. There's an extra R that I, I, yeah. I, I can't It's a put tough in one. Defibrillator. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that, if you don't know what that is, that's those little paddle things that you know, shock you uh, when you're almost dead anyway. <laughs> that's important. I don't think you just go around doing it. Uh, that would be actually really cool. Though. <laughs> uh, it's like, hey, hey. Uh, it's be so exciting. Uh, but, but the idea was, is that this campus actually would be a place that gives life. It would be a place that would, would take that which God has been doing and breathe life into it. Our church, the modern church, just desperately needs Jesus and, and renewal and revival and purity and activation. And we said, okay, let's, let's just start proclaiming the word. And so Eric had this really crazy, 
crazy idea of like, <laughs> let's preach every day, seven days a week. Who, it doesn't matter if anybody shows up, let's just do it. And so we, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the term daily came from, which we have regretted the term daily thunder uh, more than a few times because daily infers daily. daily. <laughs> <laughs> and so what, what do we say? We have our periodic thunderstorm seasons yes, now. Yes. Yeah. Well, we, we've obviously, and if someone's been following us, and there's, there's probably a couple people who have listened to all thousand episodes. Yeah. But that being said, if you followed the last couple of years, you've noticed that we'll, we'll take, we've, we've kind of switched into seasons where in the training season, you know, we have live from the stage training. And then in the off seasons, we've been going over to the studio and actually having, whether it's discussions or whether it's, you know, teaching series. Um, but those are typically three days a week. And uh, so we've, we've had to morph it a little bit. But would you even quickly talk about just the diligence uh, and even the refinement? Because it was such, yeah. a, I think, a, so good for our souls of walking through a season where... Uh, there wasn't this. Yeah. Uh, there was, there was nobody yeah. in the room, and yet we're still proclaiming truth. Because oftentimes, when we prepare, we think of an audience, and when you deliver, an audience is part of how you, as a communicator, get energy, and it's it, it has a big impact on you. And so Nathan and I, when we decided we're going to do this for the glory of God, we're going to proclaim <laughs> Jesus, even if no one actually clicks on the podcast and listens to it. It's like, that's an interesting commitment. Uh, it's like, we always call it sort of writing your book unto King Theophilus. It's like Luke is writing to King Theophilus. Who's that guy, right? What if no one reads this? I mean, that's a good book. And when we do our work unto the king instead of unto the audience that we typically want to be approved by, you know, we want the church at large to approve us, to applaud us, to say, well done, thank you for your investment. What if we give that up and we do it unto Jesus? And so in the beginning, it was a really profound thing, I think, for Nathan and I to go through because we would be in here every morning. It was pretty early that we were doing it, too. I don't know what time that was. We started at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like we were even advertising it, really. We were just sort of doing it. And we would be here and it would be completely empty. And for me, I had Nathan back there. And so Nathan would be back there and he'd be like two in a row. And I was speaking to empty seats as if they were full because I was doing it, again, it was a discipline of soul. I wanted to preach for the glory of God as if the audience was angels if necessary. But I want the world to hear, even if it's God taking this. It's like a prayer in a closet. It's like, what good does that do? Well, if you know that God is real and he's listening, it does something. We know that. And then Nathan had times when he was the only one here. He would start it and then run up to the stage and actually uh, do it. And so he was preaching. I mean, I wasn't even back there. So he had times when he was literally speaking empty room, empty room. I mean, that's like bonus bucks for Nathan on that one. Amen. <laughs> but, but in this situation, it was a very, this is the foundations, I would say, of Daily Thunder for us, is being willing to offer something unto Jesus and say, this is unto you, it doesn't matter if anyone listens. And that's still sort of the basis of what we're doing. The things we're saying, we're not looking for approval. We're wanting to, unless we want to say from a heavenly realm, we want our God to smile. We want this to be as a gift to him. And so there's a lot of effort that goes into this and that 
isn't necessarily what we could call the best use of effort. Like we don't make money off of Daily Thunder. So it's like, if you're gonna put that much effort into something, you should at least capitalize upon it better. You know, that's the, the mindset that could so easily creep in as opposed to know this truly is just a gift unto our King. That's so good. <clears throat> it, it is interesting to think through, <clears throat> excuse me, we started in April, the end of April, 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, it is now, as we're, as we're recording this, it's July, 2023, right? So we've, we've, it's been a few years. Yeah. Uh, we've gone through the COVID craziness years. Uh, the consistency is actually really profound. And I even just want to give a, a thought and encouragement really quick that one of the things we often talk to the students about is that idea of just preaching the gospel to yourself on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. and, and I know that like one of the things we, we want our students to be doing is to practically not just esteem truth, but to begin to press it deep in their soul. <clears throat> so, you know, as staff, when we wake up, we're declaring truths. We're reminding ourselves all throughout the day. And what's really been neat, as I look back at the last several years, Daily Thunder has been such a great, and you've already mentioned this, but it's a great pressure of just rehearsing even the simple truths. Uh -huh. And it's given avenues to even explore topics that, that I would typically argue I don't have time to study. Yeah. But yet it's like, well, I, I have Daily Thunder uh, coming up, so I need to study it. And, and it's actually a great pressure. I don't, I, don't yeah. want, I don't want Daily Thunder to be the pressure of why I study the Word. I actually want Daily Thunder to flow out of my time in the Word. But there's something beautiful about just having that, that diligence of saying, okay, I actually want to explore this. All right, I'll just make it a Daily Thunder series because it yeah. gives me the excuse to be able to, to jump in and begin to study that area. Yeah. Do you want to quickly talk about, out, out of all of your series, mm -hmm. which you've had a lot, uh, I started... I think I had a wrong conception at the very beginning. I figured, like, like I started with an Ephesian series. I'm thinking, all right, I could at least keep this going for a while, uh, which I still never finished that uh, since, since we started. But I think it was, I think it was like Thursdays. Um, I was going to do Ephesians, and I figured I'd just do that forever, and uh, or until I got done, which is probably forever. And then Tuesday, I was going to have another series. And I think it was like by the second week, you were already on a whole other series. And I was like. What? I, I thought we were choosing a series. And you're like, I did. I'm done with that one. I'm choosing another one. And I'm, I mean, so the series concept for me, it took a while for me to understand series can be shorter than like a thousand episodes, right? Uh, but will you, will you, as you're looking back at all your different series, uh, what are some like ones that stand out? Which, what would you say is like God used in your own personal life or ones that, like we, we get a lot of feedback with Daily Thunder. Uh, some people like certain things. Some people tell us they don't like certain things. But there are certain things that just seem to stir other people. But for you, what would you say is in terms of your series, what, what's been the most impactful or your favorite series over the last several years? Yeah, that's very, very hard for me to answer because they all sort of come in from a different angle. But I think just the advent of what I could call historical series uh, has been very, very uh, satisfying to me. I have First of all, I thoroughly enjoy history, and I thoroughly enjoy discipleship. So you, you combine those two, and you start taking discipleship in and through history, and it is, it's just a unique discovery that was actually really hard, and there's quite a bit of awkward resistance to doing it. And so that was what started with from, the world. From a lot of other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because it's odd. It's <clears throat> not the normal way to deliver truth. And it's, since I'm a pastor, it's like, is that legal? You know, can a pastor teach through World War II, which is what I was doing in 2020, 
is that okay to do? And it has been so satisfying to me. And the audience that has been reached because of it is different than the audience I would have typically reached. There are so many people that would never listen to a sermon of mine, but if I'm talking on World War II, they'll listen to 93 episodes. And so it's, it's just been a fascinating thing to watch how God has used that as a unique instrument in our day. And, but to say my favorite series, it's, I, what's interesting is I usually am favorable towards the one I'm currently going through right. because that's where my fascination is. When I was going through World War II, uh, I originally had thought of going through World War I, but it's like, wow, that's a, if, if you went through World War I, you know how hard World War I is because it's such a dark storyline that it's hard, whereas World War II has some like moments where bursting forth of like virtue and things like that. World War I is like, ah. And so I went to World War II first, and that's all I wanted to think about was World War II. I didn't want to think about World War I anymore. World War I, eh, that's way in the past. And then when I was going through World War I, it's like World War II sort of grew dim, and I was so fascinated with World War I. And like maybe my favorite series was uh, Spiritual Lessons from Alfred the Great, mm -hmm. which is a strange one to say as a favorite. Uh, and... But it's because it was a story of one man and what he went through, it was so engaging to my soul. I was so into that. And uh, so that was a lot of fun. I think the, just the historic narrative has been delightful for me as a bonus to just my Sunday preaching. And most pastors, you know, they're going to produce one message a week, and that's hard for them. And I'm doing usually around four messages a week. And so to have that diversity has been delightful for my soul. That's good. <clears throat> I was actually going to say, I think Alfred the Great was my favorite that you've done. Stanley Dale's a good close yeah. second for me. Yeah. Uh, but that Alfred the Great series, just that whole, the whole storyline was just, just deeply impactful and powerful. Uh, so I'm glad, I'm glad God's kind of pushed you in the historical discipleship thing. Uh, <laughs> so why don't you describe for you what has been a key series uh, that uh, was drawn out? Yeah, I'd probably, well, I'd say the same thing. I think the one I'm currently in, whatever, whatever that is, is usually highlighted. But I, I, love, I love the names of God stuff. But this is going to sound cheeky, probably because it seems like it would be the default answer, which it is. Uh, but the Ephesians stuff, uh, <laughs> even, though, even though I think I'm now past 100 uh, studies in Ephesians, <clears throat> and we're only partway through chapter 4, uh, which is... Slightly concerning, um, but but I had studied Ephesians and I got through um, the middle of chapter five and we started Daily Thunder. I said, okay, I'll just start over and because I don't have any of the early stuff recorded, it'd just be good for my soul. But it's amazing the greater depth and understanding that God just pressed in as I've walked through it afresh. It's just been super, just profound. And then even last summer when I was walking through the soul drift thing about idolatry, I think in my own soul God was hallmarking several key things. And, and even giving me a greater uh, fiery uh, desire, passion, a heart for the modern church, and just seeing the drift that we have. Uh, I was talking to Philip some time ago, and he's just like, I feel like your preaching's even changed since that series. Huh. And I'm like, I feel that way too. And it's, and it's not, but it's just, I feel like there's a greater burden on my soul when it comes to just the modern church and where we're at and, and the, the desperate need for revival and just renewal and purity in, in the modern church. The, the fact that in a series like this, in a high concentration, is we linger on topics longer than a typical yep. pastor would. 
Uh, usually you graze upon it in a, in a Sunday, and it can be a very powerful thing, but then you move on. And we're sort of hitting the same themes. Like in my, uh, the current one I'm in, Spiritual Lessons from Black and White America, I'm hitting on themes that are just touching it at a deeper, 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 deeper level, even in me. When I was going through World War I, I think what stood out to me so uh, clearly, sort of like your soul drift type of effect on you, was the German approach and the German militarism. And the whole while, you would hear me comment throughout the series that I'm German. And I'm starting to see my German nature. It's like I, I didn't connect it as much until suddenly it's like I'm focused on it in such a deep way. It's like, I'm sort of like that. Not, I'm not William II. I'm not wanting to wage war on Europe. I'm not doing that. But there's a tendency I have to think German. And so my joke became throughout that, I don't know if I ever said it in the series, but it became a, sort of a family joke, is that uh, you know Eric's very German and he needs a little more Jamaican uh, in him. So I, I, I want to have more Jamaican mixed into my German, but that, that's actually been a huge thing in my life to recognize that there are propensities we have and there are things that God can want us to see. They're good and they have wonderful virtue to them, but they also have vulnerabilities. And as you recognize them, God can bring in the complementary grace uh, effects into our life to make us stronger. <clears throat> there, were, there was one statement that you made throughout almost the, I think almost every episode of World War II. And it's the fact that <laughs> your middle name oh, yes. is also just happens to be Winston. That's right. Uh, which was quite the highlight because yeah. I think by the 50th time you said that, I, I was getting concerned that we were forgetting. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I appreciate the uh, German-Jamaican thing. I appreciate the yeah. uh, Winston yeah. reminders. Well, uh, I have to constantly balance it out because if you're German in World War II, that's not good, guys. Uh, and so I had to make sure that everyone knew that my middle name was Winston, which was very British-sounding, right? Uh, yeah, the, I had one listener that noticed that I mentioned Winston Churchill in something. I don't know if it was World War I or my 1940 series, I think is what it was, and that I didn't mention that my middle name was Winston. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, any, any, any other final thoughts in terms of like exhortations mm. as you're looking back? Like if you were to like summarize the last thousand episodes and, and have a thought or a nugget or uh, an exhortation to those who are listening, any just any, any thoughts as we're well, entering I, into a whole new I season? I broke out like, I think I have like Sounds seven. Like a book. Well, no, it's not a book. <laughs> it's like seven different things that stood out to me when I was looking through the thousand episodes, which is a lot. If you try and just scroll through the episodes, it takes a long time. It's like, wow, what is this? Uh, but <clears throat> my series, the episodes 271 through 505. Now, Nathan has inputs into that. So it's a big stretch, is my World War II series. It goes from February 9th, 2020. Think about the dates. February 9th, 2020. So March 2020. You guys remember what's going to happen in this world? Uh, and then through December 2nd, 2020. So this is over our COVID weirdness season. And I am doing this series uh, on World War II. And what was so stunning to me is how it seemed to be choreographed to match the movements of our culture of what was going on as I was going through World War II is like awe-inspiring to see how history is uh, replicating, but to also then train us as the church how to respond. That was very powerful for me. 
Uh, there was a, a moment in World War II, the way that I was going through World War II, World War II is a great storyline. And you, you honestly, if you don't know how it ends, you wouldn't know if you're going through the series, you would actually feel like darkness is encroaching and is encircling the earth and we're goners. And that I remember actually going through that series and I was trying to go through it without thinking about how it ends and just sort of be part of the story. Like what would it have been to be on earth during this time, especially in Great Britain, which was my identity, that was my Winston connection there. And it really is powerful. There's a message, it was 270, no, 293, which was leading in the dark. And uh, it's basically about uh, Churchill having to take the lead when all is dark. Like the lights turn off and say, now you get to be prime minister, Winston. And how do you lead in those moments? And for me, in a strange sense, that's the way it feels like leading the church in the midst of like COVID-19. It's like you can't see anything. You're not getting good communication. The church feels like it's gone silent out there. Like, hey, hey, anyone out there? It was a very interesting tension. So that that stood out to me. they're in my series, Spiritual Lessons from Alfred the Great. There are two episodes, and you can't just skip to these, by the way. 659 and 660, which was the pursuit of Guthrum and the shocking end of Guthrum, are two of my all-time favorite messages to give. So unfortunately, you have to listen to the whole series to appreciate those. Otherwise, that's cheating, by the way. We have a few people that will go still straight right to those episodes. Uh, but those were probably the two most enjoyable messages to give out of the whole you know, however many of the thousand I've given. Uh, 701, episode 701, the passing on the Casu Marzu. Now, this is somewhat of a guess, but this is in my Daring to Do a Stanley Dale series. I think this is when Ellerslie lost Dan and Sandy McConaughey to the mission field. (laughs) They felt the calling of God through that series, uh, which is about reaching the unreached, and I think that may have been the episode that uh, did us in, bud. I'm so sorry uh, that I gave that. Ep- no, I'm not. I'm not sorry I gave that episode. <laughs> but it's, it was a huge, it's a huge loss when someone very close to you has called. It's like one of your children being called overseas. You want it. That's what you're cheering for. But it's also a big loss. But that, that series was very, very powerful. Uh, 837, uh, The Inexorable Force. Uh, this was uh, the message when I mispronounced my own title and I called it the inexorable uh, force. Uh, and the whole message, I'm going to mispronounce my key word in the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I mean, I grew up pronouncing it, I don't want to keep saying it wrong because then I'll bake it in, but inexorable. And then I have this, you know, literary guy here in the crowd who, you know, grows up and he's like, hey, by the way, you just mispronounced your entire title and all throughout the... So I'm like, that is ridiculous. No, I did not. We look it up. It's like, what? (laughs) Uh, So that was rather embarrassing. Uh, Episode 862. So this is during my uh, World War I series. So was the other one. Uh, The the Drachenhol. I don't know if you guys remember that one, but I have a a mustache for that. It was the only uh, episode in all of uh, uh, Daily Thunder history when uh, either of us have uh, facial hair, right? I don't think you ever had a beard or a mustache for any well, episode. I have a little grizzle once in a while, okay, but that's it, true. it doesn't count. But that doesn't count as a no, full mustache no. or beard. So this is the first one. And ironically, everyone, including the girls in the audience, had mustaches on for that. <laughs> but in World War I, we had, uh, everything was mustaches. There was big mustaches in World War I. 
So the guys, and I, I think of Brian, had to head that one up. Uh, did you have something to do with that at all? You didn't? Okay. Maybe it was Lana that had something to do with that. But so I had a mustache in that one. If you guys see the video, you can see what Eric look, looks like with a mustache. Very attractive. And you'll be very thankful he took it off. <laughs> uh. And uh, uh, I'm trying to think, what does this say? Uh, oh, I, 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 I was trying to look at, I was like, what is this? That's not an episode. This is talking about the current series. This is just my notes here, so I'm trying to figure myself out. Uh, I think uh, one of the, the challenges that we have faced is we're always making decisions on our next series, and to prep for another series, like to prep for this series that I'm doing now, I started in January, I believe, in deep in deep study on this. And we are, you know, so that's, that's a long time. We're about six months lead time for me, for, for my, and last year, as I went through this, I remember saying to myself and to Leslie, I need a different tactic because it is so demanding when I'm going through a training season and I have that much prep to do four messages a week. And so I had this, I don't want to call it a cheaters, uh, series for this summer. Uh, and it was called, it was, it's a really good series. I don't want to criticize it, but it would have been easy to do. And it was called Spiritual Lessons from an Income Poop. Uh, Le- Leslie didn't really like my name. She's like, you cannot have that name. I go, well, uh, the na- let's, let's, let's let it hang in the air a little. Don't just shoot it down. But it was about, it was basically Spiritual Lessons from My Life Story. And that's, that's easy to do, right? Uh, because I know that story. There's the research necessary for my story. So it was like the cheater's way of doing it. I could get all sorts of good truths in there. And it was a brilliant concept. And I just cannot ever take an easy road for whatever reason. If it's easier, I tend to go, eh, and I look for some impossible route, and I'm like, oh, let's go up that way. And in this message, and this has happened for multiple, where I'm going to call it like the chunk of granite is sitting there, or maybe marble. Maybe that would be a better way of saying it. It's like... Uh, and there's a, a slab of marble there, and I'm like, I have to have that slab. And then Leslie might say, what do you plan on cutting out of that slab? I don't know, but it's going to be good. I just sense that I have to have that slab. And that's like looking at the slab of 1914 and 1974, and I've been lugging this slab around since January, having a burden that I need to carve, I need to chisel out of this, and yet not fully knowing what I'm after, like what is the piece of art that God wants to bring out. And I think that's part of what I've really loved about Daily Thunder is it keeps a dependence there where God will give me a love for a slab, if that makes sense, even though I don't fully know how he's going to draw out that slab. And if you knew how much I didn't know about where I was going, I mean, I have the whole series mapped out, right? I could tell you and I could lay it out there. You'd be very impressed with my organization, right? But if, if you said, so what's the spiritual truth you're going to bring out in and through JFK's assassination? I have no idea. I just know it's in my series. <laughs> and that's part of the, the journey that I'm going through is how do I look at this and like, what am I going to chisel away? I'm an artist with something, but I'm like trying to figure out, God, what do you want to show? And yet I feel like he's given me this history. He says, I want you to use this. And that's how I've done this. And it's been a beautiful process in every regard. That's so good. <clears throat> well, for the sake of time, because, uh, you know, we're already... Well, I like to go over an hour Well, I, well, I know time. you do. Uh, I'm, trying, <laughs> I, I'm trying to keep mine uh, taut. <laughs> this is like a blend between yeah, the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I had two things. One, I, I just wanted to 
say thank you for the diligence of the last thousand episodes uh, and for even drawing and dragging me along uh, at times. <laughs> uh, it has actually been so fun. Uh, it, this has been like such a deep blessing to me. Uh, and I think if I, if I can put words in people's mouths that we've heard from over the last several years, there's been something very unique about the Daily Thunder process that has been a deep blessing to the modern church. That it is just, it's just a constant dripping forth of truth. And I, I'm, I have no idea where God's taken this. We have no idea how much longer he's going to have us do this. Uh, but it could be 10,000 episodes. I mean, this, Whoa. That's, that, that would mean that the Lord tarries for a while. But, <laughs> <clears throat> but regardless of how many more episodes there are, uh, this has been fun. So thank you for a thousand episodes. Well, thank uh, you for a thousand episodes. Yeah. You're as big a part of it as I am. I did want to officially declare, though, that we did skip episode number 666, which, which does mean that when I do Daily Thunder tomorrow, oh. because I, I, I know that on the phone we were talking how you're like, I could have schmoozed this and I could have forced it. So I could have had the thousandth episode. And I said, thank you. Thank you for including me on the thousandth episode. But I was pondering. I was like, hmm, that's brilliant. Thank you uh, for giving me the thousandth episode officially, even though in the numbering system, this is the thousandth that's episode. Right. This is officially. I don't like his use of the word officially. This is officially. And we've had other episodes that didn't get released. That so is also I, true. Technically, this is probably 1,003. So I think your little argument falls oh. flat. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, but that being said, I, I did bring you a cupcake. Oh, is uh, that mine? Wow. I, I, I brought it for you. Uh, if, if you. What about these kazoos? Are these to be blown? If, if you, well, they're not a kazoo. It's just those things. Oh. Right? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I figured it had something more than just, wow. <laughs> it's like, Greg Cupcake, you know? Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for that, Nathan. That's uh, and great. And I figured since we're adding some texture to, yes. uh, to this Daily Thunder episode, I figured it could be really fun if we... Uh, uh, <laughs> it's, the poor people watching or listening, yeah. they're like, yeah. what just happened? <laughs> it's like the, the chapel melted or something. Uh, so... In case, in case someone doesn't know, this, yeah. I think, is the student's all-time favorite bucket. They love that bucket. Uh, this sound, like, brings so much joy and anticipation and, and life, doesn't it? I, I, wish, I, wish, I wish the camera could just, like, see the faces. There's, it's like people are smiling, but it's like that... <laughs> Uh, so, Eric, you and I were oh, talking... Just describe what happened. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, forgot. I forgot. So, uh, in a typical semester, we, we have a, a night called Always Be Ready, and uh, typically we'll pull out a topic, and we give the students a few moments to ponder the topic. Like, how, how would you describe this biblically? And then we just reach in and, and pull out a name. It's like Doug, right? And, uh, and, and Doug gets to come up. And, uh, and share for, you know, 30 seconds to two minutes on, on that particular topic. But you and I were talking that it'd be really fun for the thousandth episode. Absolutely. Just because of the fact that we are celebrating, um, that we should draw someone's name out of the always be ready. And have them be a part of yes. the thousandth episode. Doesn't that just sound yeah. fun? Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, this is going to be good. Oh, that is. That is. Do we actually say the name? I, I, think, I think we should start with the name instead of giving them... Any more details? Any, yeah, I think... So no topic, just the name. This, this, this will make it more exciting. I'm excited. Aren't oh, you excited? I, I am thrilled. This yeah. is so fun. And it's one of you guys. Uh. <laughs> and we did include all the staff and the D1.5 people, too. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> okay, it's Marley Eldridge. So, one of the things we decided to do that would actually be really fun, uh, and I know we don't have a lot of space here. Welcome, it's good to have you on the thousandth episode. Welcome to the thousandth episode. Uh, uh, Eric and I decided that it would really be fun to have a bunch of giveaways. See, take a breath. It's, it's totally good. So, since you're the first one, I will give you your, I will let you even have a pick. And this is exciting. So, we have, we have a variety of like Ellerslie t-shirts. Uh, we have the official set-apart water bottle oh, from the that's 2023. Nice. That's nice. And this is a great color. Uh, and then we have a bunch of books. Do you have a, do you have a preference? There's a magazine in there, oh, too. Oh, and we also have the most recent set-apart magazine. There's a Chiefs in there, uh, if I'm yeah. seeing correctly. I've heard about that one and been told people, like, you have to read this book. Yes. So I'm oh, okay, I yeah. like it. So that was going to be like that bonus exciting book. So this is, this is the... The official Ellerslie edition of the Scottish Chiefs, which is... Which goes to Marley Eldridge now. Which is pretty exciting. So oh, well that's done. that's exciting. So thank you for being a part of the yeah. Thousand That's good. Thank you. All right. So we're going we're to do this super quick. Okay. So uh, I, I think what we should just do is I'll, I'll hold something up and you can draw a name and then they can just come up and get it. Does that Sounds work? Sounds good. Sounds good. So we, we have... I figured we're not going to give away a thousand things. Uh, though that actually would be a lot of fun. Uh, so I have 10 things. We just took off some zeros. Uh, but in typical Eric fashion, I have 10 things plus one. Oh, yes, that's because good. Because you always that's have to have good. the bonus. Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't count as a yeah. true list. And your Scottish cheese was your bonus. And, and, but I and, and Marley got the yeah. bonus. So yeah. well, well done. That was... Yeah. Like, she deserves it, though, after being, you know, have to go through all the, the shock and awe of being called true. up on the stage. So why don't we give away some Ellerslie t-shirts? So the people who are listening to the podcast and the video, they are totally missing out on the That's celebration. Right, because they didn't come here live. Right. We, I mean, yeah. we had cookies in the back. We have yeah. a cupcake up front. <laughs> we have your non-kazoo kazoos. That's right. Uh, oh, we got a lot of stuff going here. Okay, the next name, Marlon Campbell. Well done, Marlon. <laughs> Madeline Davis. Well done. Happy thousandth episode, Lori Weaver. Uh, and, and, just, and just by the way, if this, my, my, my guess is the shirts don't fit, uh, so you can change the sizes. Uh, Sue Boiter. <laughs> should, should, we, should we say the books? Oh, yeah. Since, so, uh, since, since, since now that we have got off the t-shirts, which if someone's watching, they want an Ellerslie t-shirt, they have to come to Ellerslie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't think they're online. Uh, but this is, this is Charles Spurgeon on the centrality of Christ. Like it's, a, it's our curated collection of some of our favorite Spurgeon sermons all focused on Jesus Christ. It's an oh, incredible yeah. little book. So well done, Sue. 
Lindsay Friesen. Which, which you get wrestling prayer, uh, which is an, a classic. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, by a husband and a wife author that we tend to appreciate around here. So. <laughs> uh, Victoria Batista. Ooh. You get the most recent. It just came out edition of the setup. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Stephen Ayer. Uh, this, this may be Eric's and Nathan's, I don't know, I don't want to say a favorite, but it, it, is, a, it is a doozy of a book oh, by yeah. one of our favorite people, C.T. Studd. His Chocolate Soldier book is just rich uh, on epic Christian living. Mm, well stated, well stated. Deanne Harshberger. So, So, so the last two books, one, we have my saturation book, and we have Eric's Bravehearted book. I'll even give you your choice. <laughs> Actually, pick, pick wisely. Wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and Caitlin Royer. Oh, we still have a water bottle. Oh, and we have a water bottle. So if a guy, if you pull a guy, this could be powerful. I didn't. I picked a, a girl. Ayana oh. or Ali Kuzmuk. Uh, this is kind of a fun. We should no, do this well, more often. Fun. We should. Uh, at, at least, least wait at till least the every thousand. I was going to say at least every every thousand episodes or so. So. Uh, <laughs> So if someone's listening, they want to have some of the giveaways, they just need to time this well That's right. on uh, when to show up. But. That's right. Uh, Eric, just even in closing, would you even just pray uh, just that God would take that which he has done in the last thousand episodes, and for those who are listening, whether it's the most recent series or whether it's the first episode, that God would actually just press it deep, um, that we wouldn't just be a church that esteems truth, we would actually be a church that lives it, and that we, as we've been saying for years, that there would be a... a defibrillator that uh, on the modern church and that we would actually have life. Amen. Father, just as we began and prayed as Daily Thunder was starting, Lord, we ask that you would use this as loaves and fish to feed thousands, that you would change the course of history in and through the obedience of the saints. Lord, we ask that this uh, offering of loaves and fishes these first thousand episodes. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you continue to use them and bless uh, the church of Jesus Christ through it. Draw people unto your uh, truth, unto uh, your love and understanding of the gospel in and through these episodes. And Lord, those that are to come, the episodes that are still unfurling and unfolding, I pray that your blessing would be upon it, that you would keep the integrity and the purity of this, uh, this podcast intact, that the centrality of Jesus would never be lost, that the uh, intentionality of giving glory to him above man would not be lost, that 
that lifting high the word of God in text and in person and in action at the cross would not be diminished in even the slightest bit. Lord, we thank you for these thousand episodes. We thank you for what you have done in laying the foundation for where we are going. And Lord, we know that you are in control. And we know that when the enemy comes in like a flood, you have promised to raise up a standard against him. And no weapon fashioned against your church will prosper. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. Lord, we know that we are serving the champion, the triumphant one, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. And Lord, we anticipate that day when the, our faith will be made sight, that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you are Lord to the glory of God the Father. It's in the precious name of Jesus that we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder episodes are released every day, Monday through Friday, from our campus in Windsor, Colorado. And our weekly sermon is delivered live at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings with a delayed live stream available at noon Mountain Time. Go to ellerslie.com forward slash daily to get all the details. Thanks for listening.